Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Do you ever keep any of this chit-chat? No. People like a bit of personality. They do like, we should get your son on. Can we get Donnie on this? We can get Donnie on the podcast to give us a few of his best um, Formula One ideas. Should we start? Uh, Let's start. Hi, I'm Josh Weller. And I'm Alfie Brown. And this is Dirty Air. Non-race week slash race week. No race this weekend, race coming this weekend. We're off the back of watching no racing, but careering towards watching some racing. It was a non-race weekend, which meant I had to hang out with people and talk to them. It was a nightmare. There's been a lot to digest in the world of, in the ever-growing world of the F1 soap opera. Who are the goodies? Who are the baddies? Uh, and it changes quite a lot. Like, and that, and, and I'm glad it changes because if, you know, you think, you know, Mark Wahlberg is a baddie because he goes, you know, who's fucking your ma or whatever in The Departed. And then eventually, ah, oh, no, he's not that bad. Well, the, thank God that there are so many people in F1 who aren't the drivers to provide us with a lot of the drama because the driver's not always... Not always the most interesting people on the planet. They're not always over-furnished in the personality department, are or they? Or the charm or charisma, or, in some cases, likability. Likability. I'll tell you who is very likable this week. Who do you um, like? Smacky Bot Bot. I'm going to go straight in with a little bit of time. Do you know what's really nice about Valtteri uh, Bottas? Is I feel like he was one of these guys who was never confident until his gov- girlfriend came along. And then went, no, you know, you're really attractive. And he went, no, no, I've always just been uh, having a nice time. And uh, he's you not know, Dutch. He's not, he's, uh, no, I'm not. He's not a 90s Dutch caricature. No, but he's, uh, oh, hello. I am he's from, not Swedish. Yeah, but he is basically Swedish. <laughs> in terms of, the, 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 in terms of, if you're going to do a caricatured accent of those people, the Scandinavian one, as far as I'm concerned, is going to be pretty similar every time. Is he Scandinavian? He's not, he's Finnish. Yeah, Finnish. Fin- well, you know, okay, like I don't think Finnish people would like to Here's be called the Scandinavian. Thing. Finland, Switzerland, Denmark, Norway. You mean Sweden? They're all the same country. You mean Sweden? They're all the same country. You said Switzerland, you mean Sweden. I don't. I mean... <laughs> no, no, no. To me and my inability to know geography, yeah. all the same place. You think place. Switzerland? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> then it's near. It's near. Well, near compared to what? Like Alabama. Yeah, it's very it's- near compared to <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> That's so true. They're all the same place. Mm-hmm. Just they're just they're, they're all uh, people have wooden shoes. That's what I said. Norway, Sweden, Denmark, Finland. Yeah, yeah. So just will you let me have my accent, please? Continue with your Valtteri Bottas Swedish meatball accent. Um, so uh, <laughs> I have always been very insecure, but now 
uh, feel a little less insecure because I have a girlfriend. And she says to me, uh, Valtteri, you are very nice looking bottom and a very nice looking torso. So, will you please um, make love to me? Like, oh, am I attractive? This is a nice surprise. Um, <laughs> But it's also the de-stress of leaving Mercedes as well. Yeah. Because he said in the news this week he nearly quit in 2018. I know. Um, because he couldn't handle the pressure of competing with Lewis, which I'm sure in the broader context of the quote was a very grounded and nice thing to say. Like, you I know, know. he said in previous interviews that being on a year by year contract while Lewis was on like a seven year contract, of course that's going to mess with your, the, the, the way you mentally approach Formula One because you feel like you have to crush it every race. Otherwise they'll just throw you away. Do you think Toto read that quote? I oh, couldn't deal with the pressure of competing with Lewis. And it felt like going to him, Valtteri, <laughs> You were never competing with Lewis. You were, what did you, what, is that what you thought you were doing? Oh my God, I'm so sorry. You were second you, fiddle. You were, you were second, no, you were nothing. You were never when, competing when with Lewis. When Valtteri Bartas was like, every year we'd be like, uh, my goal this year is to be a Formula One world champion. I feel like Toto, you know, when you see a kid say to their dad, like, I want to be an astronaut. And the dad's like, yeah, you can be anything. You put your mind to it. You can accomplish anything, but you know. They're never going to space. I'm going to be a footballer. You've inherited my knees. Son. <laughs> you are not going to be a footballer, but I appreciate that you're seven. And it's probably not the right time to break that to you. But yeah, sure. Have your dream. If it helps you continue with your day. That's great. Like, I love Valtteri Bottas. Everyone loves Valtteri Bottas. He yeah. is the Now best. more than ever. Yeah. He, he's really found humor and found himself in the last year. And, but just some advice to Valtteri. You can have too much of a good thing. You can. You know, you, th you think you've had too much of that ass? I'm, it's that video. He, so Valtteri, it's time for smack it, but, 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 posted a video. His girlfriend posted a video of him at a waterfall. Mm. And he, first of all, he's naked, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not like, here's my little cute bum. It's him covering his, his meat and two veg, right? Covering the crown. What's the finished crown jewels called? Um, the golden jewels. Oh no, it must be the meatballs and the cranberry sauce or whatever, whatever that is. You think that's what the Finnish royal family are wearing on their head? <laughs> and he's covering up at the waterfall and she's put it on her Instagram stories and he's reposted it. And I just think, just, you can't do it every week, Valtteri. You have to understand that we like your bottom, but we don't want to have to see it every week. Are you it will yeah. lose its charm. Yeah, you need to be sparing. You, you know, know, don't, let's not let this, This love of your buttocks peak too soon. Yeah, it's like everyone loved Jedward, and then we realized that we had enough of Jedward in the nineties. Everyone loved Paulie Shaw. Yeah, but actually and now we Jedward, all got sick of Paulie Shaw. Well, we, yeah, and that was unrecoverable. But I think, <laughs> but I think for Jedward, like then they started going, "Hey, you know what's what? I think the Tories are bad," and everybody went, "You know, Jedward are all right." So, I, so maybe if he writes like Tories out on his bum, Valtteri can. Valtteri can give a second energy to his very... He could go up and down. He could have Tories out in a square with the O of Tories and out as his bum hole. Yeah, 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 yeah. He could make it like a mad magazine folding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, what else happened? <laughs> Good mileage on his bus, anyway. <laughs> he, he has the most valuable bum in Formula One. What an odd accolade to have. And we didn't realise, we, we saw this Valtteri as a sort of... Um, A, a sex symbol of the wild. Uh, <laughs> like we just saw, we just didn't see coming, did we? <laughs> no, 
If you'd said to me last year in the season, you went, okay, what do you think is more likely? That Checo and Max are going to be competing for a championship or that Valtteri Bottas' ass will be on. You'll get bored of seeing Valtteri Bottas' <laughs> bum. <laughs> I would have gone, well, what are you talking about? Um, oh, God. Speaking of Bottas, he went up a place. We recorded the podcast. Last, very rarely do we get to watch a race together and then immediately record a podcast together. It's fun though, isn't it? Uh, and we, yeah, we did. We watched the race last week with your kids and um, after the race recorded immediately. And then as soon as we stopped recording, check my Instagram, Alonso got a penalty for weaving. Was it a five second penalty he got? I thought it was 10. I don't know what he's doing, but he's like reverted to this childlike status. With, he's out to ruin Hamilton 10 years later, right? Because if finally he can because he's back in the sport and because he's competing in a similar place in the grid. Yeah, but it's like, you know when like a grandparent starts farting in public? Because the grandparent just goes, oh, fuck, fuck, I don't care. Yeah. That's where he is That's with his That's what my Formula dad started doing. Yeah, just yeah. started. Like, yeah, but but he's, he goes, oh, he does a little, oh, afterwards. Like, like, like he didn't plan it, you know? <laughs> so Alonso's farting on the F1 course, metaphorically. Yeah, 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 saying. metaphorically. He's just, I mean, he just doesn't give a shit. So it's like, you know, why I'm, it's, you know, what, what, what's going to happen? Or I'm going to ruin my future in Formula One. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> like, let's, let's just see if I could weave and not lose the place. <laughs> why not? Oh, they give me a penalty. Who gives a shit? Um, speaking of uh, Alpine, um, what's the song? Alpine, ma copine, prends mon pin, Ocon, also um, his car, not, well, not, not the Alpine, the, I believe it was his Force India. Yeah, his Force India, his 2017 or 18 car. The X Jordan, which became... Who sold it? Did he sell it? Who gets this? Who get? Who has the right to sell the car? This weekend was the uh, Festival of Speed at Goodwood and Mansell was driving his championship winning car. But I went to the Goodwood thing a couple of months ago. I was I was freaking out looking at all the, all the V10 cars. Senna's McLaren was there and it was just some guy in bootcut jeans with like a, you know, like a a Kangol hat forwards, like mm-hmm. a, a, you know, a farmer, I don't know what they're called. Can, Samuel L. Jackson wears them backwards oh, and like Tories a, wear them forwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know those hats? A flat cap. Yeah, flat cap. And it was just some guy in bootcut jeans with a flat cap just twiddling at that. And I was like, is this your car? He's like, yeah, yeah, I bought it in 2005. Just something to do on the weekend. And and he bought, I can't remember what he paid for it, but it was in the millions because it was Senna's championship winning car. Yeah. Ocon's Force India. So that, that car went for millions. $74,000 or pounds? I think it was quid, but even so. I don't think a Formula One car is meant to cost three Renault Clios. <laughs> Imagine like you explaining to your boyfriend or girlfriend, husband or wife that I'm just going to go and pop out and buy that car, okay? <laughs> Family car. So we're agreed on the Lexus in that sort of dark brown. The good family car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's 70 grand. That's the budget. I understand. Don't worry. We get back in and go, so did you get the car all right? Right. Here's the thing. I actually bought, because it was the same price as it struck me as a good investment. It's actually better. I've actually got- You know how your favourite colour's pink? <laughs> I actually got Ocon's 2017 Force India car. Right. Sorry, wait, the 2018 car that he scored nine points in? No. (laughs) (laughs) For fuck's sake, David. (laughs) What a week. Um, Roman Grosjean put out his book. Oh, poor Roman Grosjean. Just who is, this just strikes me as a lonely endeavour. 
because if there if he was working with anybody on this project, like obviously, and I, you did quite a funny thing on Twitter, uh, very dirty air on Twitter and on Instagram, and, yeah, very dirty air on Instagram and on Twitter. Please follow us. Please follow us. Uh, Josh put together a very funny thing of worse book covers than. I was shocked. Look, the photo of him holding the book was better than the book cover. <laughs> Roman Grosjean's book. First of all, um, one of the things I want to do on this show eventually, Roman Grosjean and his wife, God love them, um, they put out a cookbook about four or five years ago, sadly out of print. I have a copy of it. Mm. And eventually when we start filming these podcasts, I do want to cook recipes from Roman Grosjean's cookbook. Yeah, I'd love to. He's put out a book called Facing Death, which is his autobiography. And the cover of the book, it's the worst book cover I've ever seen. Never judge a book by its cover, except this book. This book is, it looks like um, like a management training book. Yeah. You know, like you're on your first day at work in a crap office where someone goes, and make sure you read this by Monday. Yeah, it's like the kind of book that like a, a, a dodgy therapist will try and sell you on the first meeting. Like family, th- oh, yeah, you should buy this shit book of mine. This is me and my family. Like, you know, the, the, I mean, whoever's designed the book cover has so little regard for the importance of aesthetics or like communicating anything through what you see. Like how could the interior or how could anybody that wrote that book with any degree of empathy or uh, knowing anything about the human spirit go, that's a sufficiently designed book cover for what I've written. It's impossible. It's obviously completely appalling. It looks like kind of like, or like a family planning manual. Ugh. It's so and also incredibly the name, facing bad. death. I understand that given his like new lease of life, he's probably so eager to go out and live his life. He probably just looked at the first pass of the album of the book cover and went, "Yeah, yeah, that's fine, that's fine. Let's just go with that." Hot hands, cool head. That's a good one. That is a good, that's a good one. <laughs> blistering tires, blistering hands. That's a good one. Yeah. No? Yeah. Too much? See, I mean, look, look, we've, this is, we've brainstormed for what? Like the last 30 seconds of this podcast. And, and I, a, we come up with better names. And I, I guarantee you that I could, I could contribute successfully to the rest of this podcast whilst, and, and whilst we do it, I could design a better book cover on Photoshop now. <laughs> Uh, what else has happened in this off week? Um, what else has happened? Seb is staying, allegedly. Sebastian Vettel Facing is staying L- Lewis Martin. Hamilton, Lewis Hamilton getting it in the neck from uh, Jackie Stewart and um, the sort of testicular looking men of Formula One. Um, Jackie Stewart in his flat cap. Yes. And uh, Bernie Eccleston in his Beatles wig um, have both uh, implored Lewis Hamilton to retire. Uh, whereas Did Seb, they give any reason? Uh, I think just because they're angry old men. But did they did they give any reason that is the reason that they suggested was true whilst what is actually true is what we know, which is... Well, I think that they look at Lewis Hamilton like, you know, like in Happy Gilmore, that guy's really angry about what Adam Sandler's turned golf into. Yeah, 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 sure. I think that they don't like that Lewis has made Formula One a fashion show. And I also think there's other reasons that they don't like Lewis Hamilton. It's the same criticism, I think, that... I mean, if you remember the 90s, late 90s, late 90s early noughties, when... David Beckham became bigger than football mm. and represented all of this kind of metrosexual, awful danger that would have kind of been corrupting the the testosterone violence of uh, the traditional football atmosphere. 
uh, and everybody's going, what the fuck is he doing wearing a sarong? Why has he got so many different haircuts? Why is he on an advert for police sunglasses? I don't fucking like it. And now you've got, you know, um, Lewis wearing whatever ridiculous thing he's wearing. A hot air balloon. Wearing a hot air balloon. (laughs) Wearing his like nice Tommy Hilfiger, huge, mad flowing thing, wearing half wedding dress, half suit. You know, he likes high fashion and that's a hobby of his. And, you know, and he's, and he's won how many world championships? It's not like it. It's not like either him or David Beckham ever stopped being good. And no. I think that's the crucial thing. People can get involved in, uh, in, 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 in the, in the glitz and the glamour of, um, of celebrity and of, uh, you know, being a high status athlete. But as long as they keep performing at the highest level, which they all are. I mean, I know Hamilton's had a hard season, but that's because he's got. It's it's because he's one in one of those cars that's in a, a kind of a hip hop video essentially that keeps on <laughs> like the still train yeah yeah, yeah yeah the still train the car <laughs> him and George Russell doing that down the track then cling 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 shit I didn't even realise that Dre and Snoop have been porpoising since ninety nine <laughs> wow and I think there is obviously you know those uh, these old white men uh, criticising Lewis and not having this sort of uh, subconscious idea of uh, like black culture infiltrating what they always saw as their pure kind of traditional thing and then wanting to keep hold of what it means to them. It's a tale as old as time. And all the thing, the only thing to do to Jackie and Bernie is to go, well, shut up and then ignore it, I guess. It's just funny that Alonso and Seb, who between them have less world championship titles than Lewis and they're not getting anything from these uh, two old um, ball bags of men. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's yeah, very, very, very interesting. But Seb is allegedly announcing at Silverstone this week because that's Aston Martin's home turf. Mm-hmm. Um, that he will be remaining at Aston Martin for another year or two, which I think um, is really good news. I think he's worth his weight in gold. He's worth his weight in in uh, jewelry that you could wear while driving a Mercedes car. Yeah, I'm really happy to see him stay. Horner this week was saying that um, he doesn't want this world, this year's championship to be decided in court um, because uh, the budget cap, because teams are going to start going over their budget cap soon, which will mean that if the title is won by a team that have gone over their budget, they might have that championship title revoked. Is that Horner saying, I'd like to spend more money, but I'd not like any consequences if that's okay? I think that's exactly what he meant. Okay. But then I was just it, trying to decode it. For he him, was probably for um, mashed off his tits because he was at Glastonbury, wasn't he? Watching Fat Boy Slim. <laughs> <laughs> In a field with glitter on his face, wearing a Spice Girls t-shirt. He was photographed at Glastonbury. Uh, who, do, who did he go and see, do you think? Um, what bands yeah, do what I bands? think? Uh, obviously, he went to see Paul McCartney. He, uh, that was why he was there, I think. Yeah, and I bet you they know each other. Hey, hey, Christian, you know, hey, nice to see you. Hey, hey, you know, we're going to do uh, Wings tonight because, you know, Red Bull, you know, gives you Wings, you know, play a couple of Wings songs. <laughs> um, definitely nice. he went to see Aerosmith. He he walked such a long way across the fields to go and see Elbow. Do you know what? Elbow? I think one of Christian Hoare's favourite bands is not Oasis, but Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds. In the same way that he went to go and see Paul McCartney because he loves Wings. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think he went to go and see R-A-E because he confused them with R-E-M. Uh, oh, he went to go and see Crowded House. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, he knows all the words. There is freedom within. Try to, he knows the line. Try to catch the deluge in a paper cup. He yeah. knows that. And he, and he looks over at Jerry and goes, that's a good lyric, that, isn't it? <laughs> who, who could get away with... <laughs> Who could get away with saying deluge in a pop song? There aren't many people. Spice Girls certainly couldn't. Um, Alanis Morissette absolutely went to see oh my Alanis God, Morissette. Is she there? If you bumped into Christian Horner uh-huh. in the mosh pit yeah. of, um, I don't know, let's pick uh, Bastille, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think he would turn to you and say in the crowd of the gig? I think he'd say, like, you know, you bump into people like, who don't really know what's going on, but they want to say something that sounds like, mm. not, I think he'd turn to you and go, really good, these guys, aren't they? Really tight. Really tight band, actually. Like, so you go, oh, wow. So do you know, you know, you like Bastille? Oh, my first time hearing them, actually. Yeah, but I think they're really tight, really impressive. I think it could be, could be huge, you know, it could be huge. <laughs> Moving on from, Moving Gla- on. from Glastonbury, um, we have a very special guest this we week. We have a very special guest. Join I us mean, on it's the becoming podcast. quite a sought after thing, this, isn't it? Uh, uh, people know that if they want to get their uh, message out there and what it's doing for people's Christian Horner's profile and. Um, and we've had we, we've reached out to um, various people from the F1 paddock in the last few weeks and asked them to provide a day in the life of where they write us a blog and they tell us about what they've been up to in their off track week. Um, Jos Verstappen very kindly provided us with one. You can watch these. They're all clipped on our Instagram. Um, Jos Verstappen sent us his day in the life of. He's since blocked us on Instagram. <laughs> and, uh, and then Christian Horner, uh, before his um, rager at Glastonbury, um, he provided us with a day in the life of what he gets up to. Um, he actually, that video was removed from Instagram. You know, it was removed from Instagram. Well, why? I don't know. It just said your video has been blocked. Oh, so I've, I've re-uploaded it. Um, I changed the music underneath it to a copyright free version. Just so, just, just in case that was what it was. Right. But they have both been, we've been blocked by Yoss. And we've had the video blocked about Christians. So we're going to have to start uploading these on LiveLeak or Reddit soon. (laughs) So with that in mind, we are absolutely honoured. You all wrote in, you all asked for him. We reached out to his team. We reached out to his people. And I would like to welcome to the show a day in the life of Lawrence Stroll. I wake up every morning at 5 a.m. ready to attack. Sorry, sorry. Is that, you're going to do him like a... I mean, it's very good. Yeah. He sounds like a mob boss. Yeah, but he sort of does. He sounds like a Canadian mob boss. Okay, I'm going to put Italian restaurant music under this. Okay. <clears throat> this is a day in the life of Lawrence Stroll. I wake up every morning at 5 a.m. ready to attack the day. Waking at 5 a.m. gives me a head start on anyone who wakes a moment later. You want to invest in a jewelry company? I already did that at 5.30 a.m. I'm so busy. We laugh about it a lot, but really it isn't funny. I'm so busy. For breakfast, I have a stack of pancakes, several pieces of wholemeal toast, scrambled eggs, bacon, ham, (laughs) sausages, and grits with lots of syrup. It comes to about 10,000 calories, but ensures that I only have to eat every few days like a python. (laughs) Efficiency is a big part of business success. Obviously, consuming this many calories, even for a substantial man such as myself, can be an ordeal, and usually the snarling, cursing, and visceral gurgling will wake up my wife Raquel and my son Lance. 
As they walk into the womb uneasily, I comfort them by smiling. Half-masticated pig meat, pancakes and grits force their way through my teeth. Sweat pours from me and I belch extraordinarily and laugh. As they prepare their egg whites on Ezekiel bread, Lance pets his little dog. His dog gives him comfort and one day perhaps this dog will give him more than he knows. His little cockapoo, Lala. I love them both so much. My son Lance, sweet boy, he is my little life. My wife Raquel, she is my little death. That's French for coming. I can feel the energy between them. Two young athletic people forced into a familial relationship. This is your mummy now. This is your son now. The implicit nature of the contract signed renders any sexual energy they might feel for each other disgusting. This makes me volcanically horny. Either way, I do not find Lance desiring my wife a problem. He should do. He is not a boy. Is he not a boy with eyes? I also do not really view him as a separate entity to me. I view him as an arm of mine or a testicle. They may involuntarily spasm every now and again, but they don't really have any agency of their own. It's 6 a.m. and By this point, we really must be getting on with the business of the day. I find a big fuck with Raquel helps pass the breakfast. We fuck as loudly as we can so Lance can hear. I find the idea of this sentient limb of mine quivering in despairing arousal makes my eruption more violent than ever. 7 a.m., I read the papers on the toilet. 11.30 a.m., all finished on the toilet and I fold up the paper. I hate that pussy Trudeau. His policies are wet shit, but to be fair, he always is quite good value at my fancy dress parties. <laughs> By 12 noon, I'm on a Zoom call with Mike Crack. He got the job because he prank called whilst we were hiring. His real name is actually Felix Nosbush, but we forced him to stick with the name he thought was so funny when he called us. Don't forget who your leader is. The car needs to be faster, I bellow. If it doesn't get faster, we won't win any races. I can tell he is impressed with my racing acumen, and I exit the call without saying goodbye. Lance joins for some of these meetings. I love him so much, but it confuses me. I want to hurt him. I want to destroy him. In psychology, they call this cuteness aggression. For example, you see a kitten that is so cute, you want to destroy it. My outlook toward Lance is similar. He is my future. Most fathers mean this in quite a representative way. I am looking at ways we can make it more literal. At 3 p.m., I nap. I dream of a Lance stroll podium. I am Lance in the dream. He is called Lance for a reason. All those letters in his name exist in mine, but I have more. He is me, but not as much. I became interested in Formula One as it happens because it is the intersection between humanity and technology, biology and tech. I see an opportunity. I see Lance as the perfect home for my brain. I am looking to place my consciousness in Lance's head. I will live on as Lance. Lance will live on as his dog, Lala. <laughs> At 4 p.m., a warehouse needs to call me. I say, you have an hour of my time. My time is precious. I'm busy. You buy more expensive shit, sell it. Ralph Lauren, Tommy Hilfiger, <laughs> the jewelry the fucking queen wears. How hard can it be? Get on it! I can tell they find my business acumen quite affecting. At 5 p.m., <laughs> I start nodding off. 
I need to be up at 5 a.m. to attack the day, so I tuck myself in. Raquel is downstairs trying to explain a Bertolucci film to Lance. He is crying and saying he wants to watch Blues Brothers for the 58th time. Maybe they'll fuck. She needs to get used to that body. Although perhaps when I inhabit Lance, she'll be too old for me. Hmm. These are tomorrow's problems, I yawn. My last marriage ended when my wife pointed out that I'm only awake for 12 hours a day and I spend four and a half of those hours shitting. Brave bitch to criticize a billionaire. I am Lawrence. I am Lance. I'll live forever. I am Stroll. <laughs> thank you so much, Lawrence. Oh my God. Thank you so much, Lawrence Stroll, for writing in and seemingly recording it for us as well. Yeah. Thank what? you. Really, really went that extra mile. <laughs> Thanks for that audio recording that arrived in a box with a severed foot. Um, mm. Wow. Jesus Christ. <laughs> are we going to. Are we. In all seriousness, are we putting ourselves in legal trouble with this? I think that that's quite obviously <laughs> not true, isn't it? <laughs> I think that that's, I've, what I've tried to do is take it far enough that they couldn't possibly, these are all kind of mad. I don't know what you're talking about. That's real. I know that's real. I know that's real. Um, I know. So then what's the legal problem? He sent it in. Oh yeah, that's very true. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we welcome that. Please let us know. On Twitter, at Very Dead Yet, on Instagram and on Twitter, please let us know who you'd like to see. We're gonna do, we do a day in the life of every non-race week. So uh, let us know who you'd like on the next episode. I wonder who, yeah, I wonder who it'll be. Excited I'd like to, to see, um, uh, who would I like, who would you like, who would you like to write in for us? Um, I'd quite like to hear. I'd like Nico Rosberg. Yeah, Nico Rosberg would be a really, really good one. I'd also quite like to hear from Jensen Button. Oh yeah, that would be great. Yeah, Jensen, please write in, let us know. But uh, yeah, Nico, happy birthday, Nico Rosberg as well. Um, yeah, happy birthday. How old is he now? 37. Oh, wow. He's been retired. You know, he doesn't look a day over that sort of indistinguishable, indeterminate age that people with too much surgery have. <laughs> he doesn't look a day over that. He doesn't look a day over anywhere between 30 to 70 years old. Nico, he doesn't look a day over Joan Rivers. He really doesn't, does he? He looks like everyone in Monaco. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everyone in Monaco. Before we wrap up the show, um, let's do the uh, most inappropriate. This is a new segment of the show. We're going to go with most inappropriate sponsor of the week. What's the theme tune, Alfie? Um, most inappropriate sponsor of the week. I'm going to get my dad to do a, a, like a real one, I think. That would be great. Your dad is a musician. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we can we ask him to? Yeah. Most inappropriate sponsor of the week. Yeah, and we can have one. What would what, what's the what's the what's the letters what's what's the letter in section called? Uh what where people write in. Yeah, what do we call that section? Um do we have a song for that? No, but we should have one. Um writing into dirty air. What do you got to say, motherfuckers? What did you do today? Yeah. Riding into dirty air, tell us what you did today. And um, a day in the life of, day in the life of, who's it gonna be? It's a day in the life and of. And then you cut that, and I'll go, Lawrence Stroll. Yeah, there we go. In my kind of, in my in my low register. Um, what sponsor? If you saw a sponsor on an F one car, would you go? Hmm, that doesn't quite fit. Because F1, they're trying to broaden their fan base. They're trying to make it more of a sport for everyone. They can't keep having fucking Tag Heuer, Richard Milley and Hugo Boss on their cars. Yeah, because the that simply is not appropriate um, advertising for the Drive to Survive generation. Exactly. The Drive to Survive generation comes from all different economic backgrounds. Yes. And therefore, we need to broaden... 
um, the way in which we advertise to people because we can't be advertising to the, you know, the the the, the Monaco elites anymore with yeah, our Richard this, Milley watches. This isn't the sport for Bernie anymore. Is Richard Milley watches, by the way? Is that watches? Is watch I think brand. it's watches, okay. yeah. It or must be because I've never seen it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Anything it when I see on an F1 car, I go, I don't know what that is. It's normally a watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. It's something from, it's like, like, um, exclusive luggage that's made of like see-through carbon. Do you know what I'd like to see the teams emblazoned with a bit more? Um, you know, those American candy stores on Oxford street. <laughs> the ta- they're like, they're like the, the, uh, yeah, the tax- hiding money or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 money yeah. laundering. Yeah. 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 yeah, that, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I don't think we need to worry about money laundering being involved in F1. <laughs> well, I think they're missing a trick. They, they do very well to get involved with. The, the main sponsor I want to see in F1, and I know this is an obvious one, but if it was on a car, it would make me incredibly happy is Greg's. I want to see that logo. Yeah. On the side, I want the full side pod sponsorship and then they can do funny things like turn the side pod into a sausage roll, you know, mm. turn the halo into a sausage roll. That'd be really good. So, I mean, put cause there was that F2 driver. There's an F2 driver. I don't know if he's still in the sport. Whose dad owns KFC in Thailand and they turned his helmet into a bucket and it was just had chicken on the top and a bucket on. It was amazing. I mean, yeah, that is, I mean, yeah. I mean, it feels like the way we're going. I'm not, yeah, I'm into it. Okay, great. I'd like, um, I think a, a Maxwell house coffee. <laughs> Would be a nice uh, sponsor, a nice change. That's um, which team would have Maxwell House? It's probably Red Bull. No, there's a competitor of Red Bull. No, it's not. A comp- I mean, it's a drink with caffeine in it. Yeah, is that going to com- have caffeine? Then have Red Bull. Okay, fine. All right. Well, then Red Bull should start doing sachets. A sachet of Red Bull. Yeah, Red to Bull put in powder, your water, or like, like like Red Bull cordial. Yeah. If you drink it straight, you die. <laughs> <laughs> you could snort it. Yeah, that's yeah, a really yeah, yeah. good idea. Powdered though. Red Bull. Yeah. See, we come up with great ideas on this show. We come up with great ideas. Okay, so which team would have Maxwell House on their... on their? Uh, <laughs> Maxwell House seems like something they'd have on the diffusers of the tyre on the sides. Um, I could, the person who I can most imagine drinking Maxwell House coffee to kind of tide him over is Gunter. Oh, that's interesting. But um, I think the team is probably... I go with Latifi. Uh, yeah. He doesn't you seem like he knows so- good things from bad things. Settles down with a cup of Maxwell House yeah, to watch yeah, his box yeah. sets. Mm. Williams then, yeah. Williams is a good shout. One, I'm just going to put out there that I would love to see in Formula One, M&M's World. Oh, yeah. That would be good, wouldn't it? Because you could make each wheel a different M&M person. You? Yeah. The red one, the yellow one, the girl. Well, that's like, that would, therefore, it makes more sense for them to become the, the, the tyre sponsor. Yeah. Get rid of Pirelli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and make it M&M's. Uh, uh, by the way, we had another good shout today for the Sondheim um, uh, F1 mashups, which was from Ventura Foreman, uh, which is uh, Sweeney Todd's uh, uh, Tis Pirelli's magical elixir That'll do the trick, sir Yes, sir, please um, uh, <laughs> If M&M's If M&M's became the tyres yeah. It'd be real Three compounds this week. We got peanuts. <laughs> Normal and the woman one. Those are the three compounds. And, the, and then crispy is wet. <laughs> <laughs> like when they have the crisp, the rice crispy in the middle. That's More wet. Fool me. More fool me for forgetting about the crispy slicks. <laughs> oh my god! All right. Uh, Silverstone predictions. Let's wrap this up. Um, right, Silverstone predictions. Okay, so before you get the screen up, before you pull this up, no, 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 no not yet, not yet. Can you yet. just pull that up for us, Alfie? Who was the last winner of Silverstone that wasn't Lewis Hamilton? Was it Sebastian Vettel? Yes, it was. What year? Twenty 
18. Ooh, I 17. think. I think you're right. I think it was 18. The last winner was. It was Sebastian Vettel in 2018. 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, uh, Ferrari. Or as your daughter calls them, Safari. Safari, yes. Yeah, let's do the podium you want versus the podium you think. And let's see how, how well they align. Okay, I want. Your dream podium. Anything okay, can happen. Lewis George Lando. Yeah. Lewis George Lando. Lando? Yeah, yeah give me a Brit pod. Give me a. I want an all British. An all British. British farm meat. I want a Brexit podium. Jesus. I want to, I want the, and I want, you know what? I want the podium celebration. I want them to close a curtain so any Brits can watch it as well. Mm-hmm. I want them to be, tele- I want it to be televised only for us Brits. Okay. When all the Brits get on the podium. Well, it's like you've always said, isn't it? England for the English. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, yeah, I, I remember you saying that quite a lot, England for the English. So that's, that's sort of, yeah, now, now you're saying that sort of makes sense. Makes total sense, makes doesn't total it? Sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you should tweet that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want, um, but what I think we're going to get, I, um, I think we're going to get uh, Max Checo Charles. I mean, obviously. I would go, I think we're going to get Max Charles Checo, but fine. Um, okay. And what do you want this week? What do I want? What podium do you want to see in Silverstone? I want Perez, Vettel, Lewis. Okay. Sub sub question. Is it better to burn out than to fade away? Yeah. <laughs> sub question. That was a high fidelity quote. Um, sub question. Would you take a completely bland podium if it meant max DNF'd? Um, a bland, give me an example of a bland podium. Um, okay. I'll give you a bland podium. So Alonso, Vettel, Lando. No, not Vettel. Alonso, Lando, Signs. Mm-hmm. But it me- but it means that Max DNFs and Checo gets a bunch of points I... and closes that gap. In my fantasy world, when you asked me what my like what I, who I wanted to top three in my brain, in that Max DNF'd. Okay, so like <laughs> yeah. I I'd already I felt that I I'd felt already it. felt Max DNFing as part of the bargain. Yeah, but if you say that he's got to come fourth in that in my <clears throat> desired yeah. world, or he DNFs and Checo comes fourth, yeah. So what's the big? So would you rather check out for? Do, do the maths quickly. Like point. Like what's the point? I cap- can't do the maths quickly. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and ever all I have. I, <laughs> I can't do the maths quickly ever. The winner receives twenty one twelve. So which means there's a thirteen point gap. So it's actually better for Perez to come first and Max to come uh, fourth than it is for Perez to come fourth and for Max to DNF. Okay, well, let's hope that Perez wins and Max DNFs. What's the most British song to have as the theme tune for the Silverstone week? Me and me mum, me dad and me grand and Went a bucket of Vindaloo. Vin- nah, nah, nah. Yeah, that's okay, fine, very good. Um, thank you for listening. As always, uh, like, subscribe, um, tell your friends, send messages, send, leak some Max for Snap and text messages, send some texts to your friends about the show. Tell them how good this is. Tell Spread them how the good word. it is. I'm amazed that this show is in the charts every week. Like, that's a huge accomplishment for a show that has no press. We're just doing it. It's no video. Just, no, it's no video. No celebrities. No celebrities. Well, you say that. Thank well, you. well, they're quite big people writing Yeah, thank the you show. to Lawrence Stroll for, for writing and, and sending us that uh, official audio recording yeah of your voice <laughs> um, but seriously guys thank you very much for uh, for all the support keep tweeting us um keep instagramming us you gigging this week i'm up the creek tomorrow in greenwich special camden on uh, wednesday special the new wimbledon theater on thursday um nothing on friday 
Canterbury Marlowe Theatre on Saturday. Ooh, and then luck. the Silverstone Grand Prix on Sunday. Uh, what about you? Are you going to Silverstone? No, I wish. By the way, can someone give us some tickets? This is the best F1 podcast. Someone give us some tickets. Well, I'm going to be in Berlin on Sunday. Uh, Would you sack it off if you got uh, all access Silverstone tickets? No, I find it very... Uh, well, maybe I could do. All access. Anyway, I've got a dinner. Le- dinner with Latifi. Would you sack dinner off? Dinner with Latifi? Yeah, would you sack off your Berlin gig? And his wife. <laughs> Girlfriend. Girlfriend. Uh, where are you this week? Uh, I've got a Leeds preview on Thursday. I've got uh, Kettering on Saturday. Berlin on Mon- uh, on Sunday, rather. Uh, and that's uh, me. Kettering, you'll be near um, a lot of the F1 teams. Uh, yes. And if you're uh, local to Liverpool or the North on the 10th of July, I'm filming something quite special um, with uh, my friends from the Have a Word podcast. So keep your eyes open for that. I have a podcast called The Alpha Brown Show, which is not Formula One related. And um, keep loving both of us. My name is Josh Weller. My name is Alfie Brown. And this was Dirty Air. Additional material for Dirty Air was written by comedian Claire House. There is freedom within, there is freedom without. Try to catch the deluge in a paper cup. Who could get away with saying deluge in a pop song? There aren't many people. There's a battle ahead, many battles are lost. But you'll never see the end of the road while you're travelling with me. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.